Hey guys, this is the episode. Here is where we finally get to the heart of the matter. The core belief that gives rise to every other belief and drives every behavior that I and others like me, others with similar experiences, have. In this episode, we finally see to this thing. This is how I really feel about inadequacy. To link what I was talking about in episode 10, about how belief drives behavior, I'd like to exhibit that link with this belief that I am inadequate, being the driver of my perfectionism. I spoke on perfectionism in episode 6, about dysfunctional behaviors, so if you haven't listened to it, go tune in. But to recap, I basically said that I strived to do everything perfectly in order to distract myself from some uncomfortable feelings. These feelings, which included shame, arose from the inaccurate belief that I was inadequate. I did not feel good about myself. People around me would see how intelligent I was or how skilled I was at football or would comment about how talented I was at art or other pursuits, but I never saw or believed it. I would catch women staring at me, or standing close to me, or smiling at me, but I found ways to rationalize that maybe they are looking or smiling at someone else, because I would never deem myself attractive to women, or interesting enough to engage with them confidently. Or I convinced myself that I needed to have all these material things to get a beautiful woman. I couldn't fathom that there could be anything about me that would be enough to attract women. Additionally, these rationalizations were a way of avoiding the anxiety of talking to women and the reality that I would like to sleep with them. I've given a clear picture about how this belief developed, this inadequacy. I've spoken about how I didn't have the best of relationships with my parents, about how they weren't emotionally available to me and my siblings. Therefore, attempts to get them to be available and failing at them is what led to shame, feeling that I'm defective, bad, unlovable, and thus the belief that I'm inadequate. But what this belief is, in truth, is a child's inaccurate interpretation of the facts of life that were beyond its control. We are imperfect beings living in a challenging world. So I don't think any child comes out of childhood without some emotional scars. That includes our parents. I think it was hard for our parents growing up, considering the fact that they didn't have the resources, like the internet, mental health awareness projects, mental health books, that we have today. I've made it clear that I'm beyond blaming or judging my parents. 
And I'm glad that I let go of my resentment and developed compassion towards them and an appreciation for all they've done for me. I'm quite interested in how to override this belief of inadequacy and how to adopt more accurate beliefs, how to update the paradigm. I've been practicing several exercises and activities that are proposed by Dr. Robert Glover in his book No More Mr. Nice Guy. These activities are aimed at learning self-approval and developing a more accurate self-image. In essence, putting the lie to the internal narratives driven by shame and judgment. The first exercise is practicing affirmations. This includes painting an accurate image of yourself to yourself. The way I do it is I look at my actions throughout the day and where I've been brave, vulnerable, hardworking, compassionate, etc. I focus on those traits and I acknowledge myself. This isn't about telling yourself that you are great when your actions don't tell the same story or lying to yourself. And the affirmation exercise by, it, by itself will not make a big impact unless you combine it with these other exercises. The second one is identifying your approval-seeking behaviors. This includes noticing without judgment where you seek external approval instead of being driven by your own internal compass. This part has been my Achilles heel. For a long time, my actions have been geared towards seeking approval. And whenever I noticed myself doing so, self-judgment swiftly followed. Through the influence of Dr. Gabor Mate, one of the leading trauma experts in the world, I've slowly learned self-compassion, but it's been an area of great struggle. The third exercise is spending time alone. Due to my tendency to self-isolate and put up walls because of massive social anxiety, which I'll talk about next episode, this exercise came easy for me. It was, however, greatly beneficial in the sense that I was able to build self-awareness, resulting in the discovery of my passions, my approval-seeking behaviors, my strengths, my flaws. It also showed me that I can be alone and I can be okay alone which kind of diminished my fear of abandonment. The fourth one is revealing yourself to safe people. I can't tell you how many secrets I've had that I thought, if I share this with someone, that person will judge me, abandon me, or think poorly of me. But then when I developed the courage to tell them, it made our relationship deeper, more intimate. Because now that person knew the real me. The thing that drives those thoughts is shame. Shame thrives in secrecy. 
But what I was depriving myself of by not sharing was empathy. The cure for shame. So it's very important that we reveal ourselves to people we deem safe. It releases an impossible weight from our being. There are many more exercises that I cannot exhaust in this one episode. If you're interested, go find the book No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glove. It's an amazing tool for emotional development. For those of you who have struggled with feeling inadequate or have attempted any change in belief and behavior and have seen how difficult it is, I understand your lament. Change is hard. And while I can speak about my struggles comfortably now, it took me a long time and conscious, consistent effort to overcome them. I have struggled with depression and looking at the world from a lens of deprivation, of scarcity. I have lost or ignored relationships with women, friends and family because I've had no idea about how to open up, be vulnerable, be caring and engaged in relationships. I have been lost in fervent beliefs of misogyny and self-righteousness. I've struggled, man. But I decided to confront these feelings of shame and inadequacy. And I'm learning to look at myself from a perspective of worth. I am enough. I never needed to do anything to be worthy. Worth is intrinsic and not determined by external acts, whether great or otherwise. Sorry, Alexander. You are enough too. You don't need to prove anything or achieve anything to be so. You don't need to seek anyone's approval but your own. Everything we need to feel human, to be fulfilled, is already within us. We need only to let go of the baggage, the distractions and addictions, the false beliefs and the lies we tell ourselves, and who we truly are will be revealed. Thank you for engaging with me. As always, I am open to conversation and getting different perspectives. You can send me a DM on IG. The link is at the bottom of the page you are on. Kamoko, Anka, Ama Spotify. Thank you for listening. Until the next one.